It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I hope everyone had very, very Merry Christmas, a good holiday weekend. I hope everyone enjoyed their time. Hope everyone stayed healthy because, uh, you know, that's that's kind of on the Magic's New Year's resolution list. We got a fresh locked on Magic. We'll talk about the Magic's game against Miami Heat coming up. Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 27th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossmerich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Magic's 93-83 to 83 loss to the Miami Heat, what we can maybe get from it, what maybe we can't, all that good stuff. Plus, some much-needed, much-deserved, someone pointed out, I have not given this man enough props, some much-needed love for Gary Harris. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether we're your first listen of the day, which we would gladly and hopefully we are, would love to be. Whether we're your first listen of the day, whether you listen to us on your way to work, at work, while you're working out, at lunch, whenever. We truly do appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we're streaming wherever you download podcasts as well as streaming on YouTube. Be sure to check us out there, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. As much as Magic fans probably don't like to admit this, um, we want to have a rivalry with the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat seem to think there's a rivalry there too, so there's some mutual hate and mutual at least bragging rights there. Um, As much as we hate to admit this, you got to admire what the Miami Heat have built and and who the Miami Heat are. Um, They know who they are at all times, Um, and, and, and they know which players they really like. They find their people, and that's why... They have been so successful at everything. Every franchise, to some extent, is trying to be the Miami Heat. Um, They are one of the model franchises in this league. Um, And and I I, I think there is no avoiding that. Um, And part of that is what we saw Sunday afternoon in Miami. They were down a lot of players. Um, You know, even I was willing to doubt them. And while they did get Jimmy Butler back, he was not a fully operational battle station. He was not at full strength. Um, and yet they plug and play. When you face the Miami Heat, you know what you're going to get. You know the kind of team you're going to face. They're going to pressure you. They're going to play hard on defense. They're going to try and they're going to outwork you. You can't. You you have to try and outwork the Heat. That's the only chance you have for survival for success. Um, and even your best effort, it it honestly may not be enough. That's. That's frankly the truth um, in, in, in a lot of ways. 
Um, the Magic were were plenty game. Um, you know, I, I I have to give the Magic their flowers. I have to give them their respect. Um, they did a lot of things really, really well again. But at the same time, it was never as good as what the Miami Heat were able to do. Um, for a scrappy team, for a young team, for a team that's just trying to find its identity, this Heat team is not the right team for them, especially with Cole Anthony out um, with injury management for that sprained ankle. He did play Thursday, um, but he was out this game. Again, it's, it seems like it's a day-to-day thing. He tried to warm up, didn't go. So you know, either something happened during the game Thursday or something happened in the interim that made them uh, a little bit more cautious. I've seen some fans criticizing that decision from the team. Um, I, I am not. Um, you know, I think ankles are – I've sprained my ankle a million times. They are tricky and finicky. And, um, you know, typically when I sprained my ankle, I just stayed off it until it felt good to go again. I didn't have to go play another game another time. You really can't predict you – know, honestly, you can't predict some of these things. It just, it just is what it is, and it's a hard place to rehab specifically. So this season, I, I'm not going to fret over anything. But without Cole Anthony, the Magic didn't have a point guard. That's – the truth of the matter, you know, give Hassani Gravett all the credit, give Tim Frazier as much credit as you can give him. They're a notch below. Um, and without a ball handler, you're going to be facing a lot of pressure. A young team, th- this Magic team has struggled with extreme pressure defenses. Miami, Boston, very pressure. These pressure defenses really bug Orlando because they are a young team that hasn't experienced them, that doesn't know how to attack them. And, frankly, just probably doesn't even have the confidence to attack them um, attack them effectively quite yet. And, and that was, to me, really what was on display Sunday. This was a Heat team that had the Magic constantly on their back foot. Um, Orlando had its pockets. They had some, they had some good moments on both ends. Um, they, they were more settled defensively, perhaps, um, you know, outside of offensive rebounding, which we will get to. Um, but Miami was always in control. And this played like a mat, a magic game that we have seen millions of times before, or feels like millions of times before this season. The magic were the magic starters got them off to a good start. They started breaking the lineup. They they um started to fall behind a little bit. They fight back or they give up a lead. And then you hit that pocket, that little pocket of air. Um maybe four to five minutes where the team just loses its focus defensively, uh, can't score at all, can't keep up, and that's finally what happened. And the second quarter was the offensive rebounding that really gave Miami the energy to kind of begin taking the lead. They led by three at the half, although they had opened an eight-point lead. Credit to the Magic for fighting back there. In the third quarter, it was three-point shooting. The Heat finally started hitting their threes. The Magic did not. And as much as the Magic are an improved shooting team, as much as Magic are encouraged to shoot, this is still not a good shooting team. They go through long droughts. They lose momentum. They lose confidence. They let go of the rope for a little bit. And that's your ball game. The Heat opened up a 15-point lead in the third quarter. And again, that is your ball game. We can give credit to the Magic for not letting that 15-point lead become 20 or 25, which it very easily could against a team like the Heat. Just like in the game two weeks ago in my in Orlando, the Magic fought back. They kept going after it. They kept trying to climb back in the game. They just never threatened Miami. Whether you think that's a good thing or not, I will leave up to you. I will let you be the judge of that. Um, 
to some extent, I think it's good. I, I think it's really good. It's a baseline that this team doesn't stop fighting. They don't have the talent right now to compete. But then again, Miami's down a ton of people too. Even with Jimmy Butler in the lineup, this is not the Miami Heat at a fully operational, fully uh, fully functioning battle station. Um, Orlando, Orlando just doesn't have anyone that can run the team outside of Cole Anthony, and um, and and that's why I think a lot of us are eager to see Markel Fultz back in the lineup just to have another point guard that the team can rely on. Um, it's it's tough right now. Um, you know, no doubt about it. It's tough right now. Um, it's not clear. Uh, anything. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to be consistent with the kind of lineups the Magic are putting out there. Um, you know, the, the opponents that they beat and the opponents that they face, you know, certainly it, were set up better for them to win than this game might have been. Um, you want to see the Magic fight a little bit more. You want to see the Magic match that physicality. You want to see them get there. Um, but it's all a process. Um, so I give the Magic credit. Giving up 93 points in a game in the NBA today that's a really good defense. That's that is defense you can build off of, even with some of the things the Magic struggled with. The offensive rebounding has to improve, and again, that's all about physicality. That's all about positioning. That's all about being in the right spots and 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 taking responsibility for your man, so you're not exposed in other places. The three point defense, honestly, the Magic only gave up 10 threes. Six of them came in the third quarter. Yes, and that really opened up the lead. Um, but the Magic were in this one all the way through. Um, there's just that pocket of play that four or five and six minute with the, how, with how good the defense had been playing um, six minutes where the magic just could not score enough to get themselves over the hump um, or keep up. And their defense just let go of the rope enough to, to let the heat escape them. That's really, I mean, again, this is a broken record. This is a story we've told about this team on and on and on and on and on. This team is starting to form an identity. They, they just don't, have the horses to get to 48 minutes quite yet. Um, certainly against a team like Miami that that really knows who they are. The Magic fall to the Miami Heat, 93-83. to 83, uh, a, a frustrating, disappointing loss, sure. But one the Magic can certainly grow on and hopefully see some healthy bodies coming up here. We'll talk, we'll get to the box score here in just a little bit. And we'll talk a little bit more about Gary Harris and give him some much deserve love. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, if I'll be able to read this ad for you. Um, but first, a quick word coming up here in just a moment. Again, my copy is not for you, 83. And there it is. Word from our pals at Truebill. You know why free trials are new without your consent? It's really kind of a business scam out to get you. So don't let the greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and LockedOnNBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sorry to delay on that. If you're if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Now podcast and the Locked On Now show. We thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your team, part of your day every day, and your first listen. If you do, your next listen should be Locked On Now with nightly recaps of N- every NBA game with analysis from our local experts, just like me. So listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. You get the best analysis, the best takeaways from the people who follow their teams the most. It is an incredible, incredible resource. Definitely take advantage of it. Let's run through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic fall to the Miami Heat, 93-83. to Again, like I said, this game not really that momentous. Um, you know, to be perfectly honest, um, it's kind of a boring game. Just just not a lot happened. Not Didn't really learn a lot. The Heat, uh, like I said, were in control for pretty much the entire game or it felt like the entire game it, it just felt like when are the heat gonna kind of zoom by you look at the the line scores magic won the first quarter 24 22 lost the second quarter 15 to 20 lost the third quarter 31 or 21 30 and then won the fourth quarter 23 21 so magic just very very low scoring in that third quarter like i said was the difference the magical cold for maybe six minutes i think it was six minutes and then gave up a bunch of threes that's when Miami really took control of the game. Gary Harris, we'll talk more about him in a minute. 20 points, 7 for 11 shooting, 2 for 5 from beyond the arc, 4 for 4 from the foul line from Gary Harris. Just, just a constant drumbeat for this team. Doesn't feel like he plays kind of out of rhythm. Um, doesn't feel like he plays um, outside of what the Magic are trying to do offensively, which again is just, just really, really impressive. Um, he finds his spaces and he's aggressive and assertive and he's playing with a ton of confidence right now. Um, Gary Harris is playing some phenomenal basketball. Franz Wagner finally had a down game, 13 points, four for 11 shooting, one for one from deep, three turnovers, two steals for him. Jimmy Butler checked him. It definitely looked like Jimmy Butler was checking him. Um, just could not get free, could not get get into any rhythm. The Heat did a really good job crowding the magic, speeding them up, forcing them into bad spots. You know, we've been waiting for a game where Franz Wagner kind of looked like a rookie. He looked like a rookie today, just looked a little bit overmatched, a little bit uh, just not understanding the kind of defenses the Heat were throwing at him. RJ Hampton back off COVID proto- off of COVID health and safety protocols. Um, 14 points, 6 for 14 shooting in 31 and 42, 31, 42 minutes, so 32 minutes. Um, two for seven from deep. You know, definitely had some rust that he needed to knock off, but, um, you know, I think R- I think it was really good to have RJ out there. Um, shouldn't be playing point guard. He played a little point guard. Didn't go very well. Um, but uh, I, I think that he did a good job, especially when he was able to slow his game down a little bit once he got comfortable. Um, I thought he played really well, really well, uh, able to get to the basket a little bit. He's just got to slow things down, man. It's 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 that the answers for RJ Hampton still seem very, very simple. Just slow things down a little bit. He just tries to get, tries a little too hard to get the basket. He trusts his three-point. You need He needs to trust his three-point shot. He's a great catch-and-shoot three-pointer at this point. Just keep trusting that three-point shot, and I think things will end up okay. 
Um, not a lot of other scoring elsewhere. Eight points from Wendell Carter, disappointing effort for him. He did have 14 rebounds, six turnovers for Wendell Carter, just a really rough game for him. Six points, three for seven shooting, six rebounds. Honestly, uh, for Admiral Schofield, who got the start with Chumo Kiki now in health and safety protocols. Let me go back to Wendell Carter real fast. Um, this is the kind of game that 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 frustrates people about Wendell Carter. Um, uh, you know, you could kind of tell when Wendell Carter has it. Um, and it's just all about his aggression and his mindset. That's something he says he knows he needs to work on. His attention to detail can kind of come and go. And this was a game, you know, and he's been pretty good about it this year. It's been very rare that he's had games like this. This was a game where he fell into a bad habit, was just kind of passing along through the game, not playing with a ton of intensity, not kind of playing with the aggression that the Magic need him. He can't pass up shots. I don't care if he makes or misses shots at this point. He cannot pass up shots. When the shot is open, when attacking the option, uh, 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 area is open, he's got to go for it. He's got to be on the attack at all times. And if he's not, the team's going to struggle. His rebounding was solid, but he did give up a few offensive rebounds. Again, just being a little more physical, just being willing to be in the fight. He got put in early foul trouble. That that didn't help things. He finished with five fouls. That certainly doesn't help things. Um, but it just felt like, again, everyone was on their back foot. Wendell especially, and especially on this team, Without Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter is kind of the leader. Right? Yes, Gary Harris is big, big energy factor for this team. Wendell, Wendell, Cole, they're the leaders of this team. They're the heartbeat of this team. They've got to bring it every game. And Cole obviously didn't play. He's bringing that energy and passion from the bench. I never really have to question Cole's energy or passion. Wendell didn't bring it this game. And that's, that's, that's you know, again, he knows that's something he has to work on. He knows that's something he has to be better about. That's something that just wasn't quite there in this game for him. Admiral Schofield, like I said, 6.6 rebounds for him, a really nice game in his first start of the season. 0 for 4 from beyond the arc, but made all his two-point shots. Off the bench, Hampton at 14, and then just 10 other points. Freddie Gillespie with 4, Tim Frazier with 4, and Robin Lopez with 2. Um, Orlando just, just they don't have the depth right now. Again, their bench outside of RJ Hampton and Robin Lopez are all guys they signed last week. Um, they're bound to have some games like this while they're in this situation. Hopefully they'll be coming out of it soon. Moritz Wagner is out of COVID protocols. He's in his in a reconditioning program. So he should be back and ready to go, hopefully, by Tuesday's game against Milwaukee. Can't deprive Moritz Wagner a chance to get in Giannis Antetokounmpo's face. Um, but just a, just a rough game for Orlando. Again, just the effort, the energy, the intensity just was not where it needed to be in this one. The Heat are let, uh, the Magic shoot 43.1% from the floor, 31 for 72, 10 for 32 from deep, 11 for 17 from the foul line. So just a lot of points left on the board. The big one for me, Domal Mosley said before the game, the Magic had reviewed tape, had been discussing why they've been doing much better with turnovers. 19 turnovers for 22 points in this game. You cannot beat Miami if you turn the ball over. They're too good at running out. And while Miami didn't get a lot of fast break points in this one, they kill you on your turnovers. If you turn the ball over against them, you will get hurt. You will get you will get beat. And that's just that's just fact. Um, Miami shoots forty point four percent from the floor, ten for thirty four from deep. So Orlando is you know dodgeable with the three point shooting, but still came back to bite them in the end. Twenty offensive rebounds, just twenty second chance points off twenty offensive rebounds. Eight for seventeen shooting on second chance points. But again, the Heat shoot eighty nine field goal attempts. The Magic shoot seventy two. That seven, those 17 field goal attempts are the difference. Everything else is even. 11 free throws, 11 free throws each, 10 three-pointers each, 36 field goals made, 31 for uh, my for Orlando. That's your 10 points right there. Um, Orlando was even with them. They just gave them too many opportunities to zoom ahead. 
Jimmy Butler and Caleb Martin lead the team in scoring with 17. Omer Yurt 7 had 16. Max Struess and Gabe Vincent 13 for the Heat. The Heat defeat the Orlando Magic uh, 93 to 83 in a low scoring game. Orlando did some good things. Definitely defensively, there were some good moments. Got away with some missed shots. Just couldn't get the offense, couldn't muster the kind of consistency and the physicality that they needed to win this game. Not a lot to say about it, so we're going to move on. We'll give our flowers now to Gary Harris and the December that he's having up here in, in just a moment. But a quick word from our pals at Built Bar is truly the best holiday gift you can give. Just because Christmas is over doesn't mean you can't stocking stuffer they deserve. And that's Built Bar. With Built Bar, you get the best of both worlds, both delicious and healthy. It is amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in in protein with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, and covered in chocolate. I had one earlier today. Um, It was delicious. Gave me the boost I needed to get through work. It was a very frustrating day at work beyond just watching the magic play. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to get through the new year. We're all prepping for New Year's Eve. If you're like me, sometimes you don't make it to midnight or you struggle to get to midnight. This will get you to midnight. This will get you to the ball drop. This will get you exactly what you it gets you the, the prize at the end of 2021. Like some of those marshmallow treats you get around the holidays, well, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. They taste so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Earlier in the season, um, we were frustrated with Gary Harris. Um, I remember fielding comments and, and, and questions from followers like, why isn't RJ Hampton starting? Why is Gary Harris still playing? His start to the season was really, really bad. Um, I, I think I even dubbed it rock bottom. Like, it could not get worse than this. Shooting low 20s and three-point field goal percentage, just not providing anything. You're just hoping for any positive sign from him. Gary Harris has dealt with a lot of injuries. He's dealt with a lot of things that have slowed him down and, and kept him from being uh, being the player that he knows he can be when he was even two years ago. Um, it's just been a difficult journey for him to kind of reclaim his body and reclaim his abilities and what he can do. But something has changed, whether it is being reinserted into the starting lineup after Jalen Suggs' injury or just being healthy finally. Gary Harris is a different player. And all the slander that Magic Twitter put out on him in November, he is coming to collect. In December, with now, 
He's averaged 15 and a half points per game, shooting 50.4% from the floor, 44.4% from beyond the arc, averaging three rebounds and 2.2 assists per game. Harris is good um, or can be very, very effective shooter, very good uh, three-point shooter, especially three-point shooter for much of his career. It's only the last few years that his shooting percentages have kind of suddenly fallen off a cliff and fallen into the abyss. But, get, but Harris has really developed um, and, and really kind of taken that step up. He's been the player that Magic need offensively to kind of settle them down a little bit, making the right cut, making the right play, making a big shot just to calm everyone down. He's been a rock for this team as much as any veteran, or certainly as, as much as any veteran on the team. And that, that's the reason why throughout the entire offseason, I said Gary Harris is a starter. Now, will he still be the starter when Markel Fultz comes back? Who's to say um, will he be the starter when Jalen Suggs comes back? I don't think that's guaranteed either. Um, but the one thing that Gary Harris does too, that's that's really important and really impressive, he's a good defender. That defense never really left. Um, and he's defended everyone. He played great defense on Jimmy Butler on Sunday. Uh, Butler got 17 points, but it was really inefficient, like five for 14 shooting or five for 17 shooting, something like that. Um, he played really good defense on Kevin Durant the last time the Magic played the Nets. Um, he's played really good defense on just about anyone that he's played at this point. Um, and now that the shooting element is back, now that the shooting element has kind of returned to him, everyone has seen just how good he can be. But really it's about the veteran leadership that he provides. Um, there's a reason why he's still so popular in Denver. Everyone in Denver loves him. Um, we haven't gotten the chance to really get to know him because of the pandemic, because there's still a bit of separation with the team. But by all accounts, he has been a great veteran for this team as well. Someone that pulls guys aside, tells them what's going on, helps them get better and better and better. And again, it feels like this Magic team has a lot of collective responsibility and a shared responsibility um, to get to keep improving and to help each other figure this thing out. Harris is a great voice in that and a big voice in that as well. I, I would say Harris has been every so. I mean, again, this month, eleven games now. He's been everything that the Magic could hope for. And hopefully this continues, not just because it's great to see Harris revive his career and, yeah, perhaps increase some trade interest. Um, that was certainly a thought that was spread as the Magic were playing the, the Heat and he was playing really well, especially early on in the game. But also because the Magic need a guy like him. And it's going to be – it's hard to find people who just play their roles the way that Gary Harris does. He's been a big boost to this team. And certainly this month, he has earned all the flowers and all the praise that he deserves. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in Himalaya, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places on the podcast to your podcast. People listening to Vice, you can find me on Trome D. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando LandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Now, go check out the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Locked On Magic. See you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown.
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.